Hello, and welcome to the Goose Boys podcast. Uh, this is the podcast where we read the Goosebumps books and then watch the episodes. I am your your host, Aaron Eads. And I am also your host, Sherwood James. Co-host Sherwood James over here. Today, we're doing Night of the Living Dummy. Uh, there, there's no episode to this one. There, Well, they made an episode, but they didn't release it because it was quote-unquote too scary. <laughs> So, after reading the book, I can kind of see why. Uh, I'm gonna, we usually save our opinions for the end of the cast, but I'm just gonna come right out and say this book kicks ass. Yeah, it's a good one. This this was just a fucking good one. First half scary, second half scary. It's been mm, decades since I read the original books, or most of them. And my memory of the book was completely different. Must have been thinking of the episode. Yeah, see, I, I, I knew I never saw the episode of this one because it didn't exist. Uh, and I don't think I ever actually read this book growing up because this was entirely new to me. Though there were there were some some elements that uh, carry over into, if I remember, the episode of number two. But I don't think I've read the book of number two. It's a whole thing. We're going to straighten that out in the next episode, I guess. But uh, a brief... Description of the idea of the story. Night of the Living Dummy. It's a ventriloquist dummy named Slappy comes alive, fucks people over. That's what everyone knows about it, right? That's what everybody knows about Night of the Living Dummy, is that it is a puppet named Slappy that comes to life and does shit. It is the most iconic Goosebumps creature. Clear play on Child's Play, you know, just the trope of... Night of the Living Dead. They just stole the name. Great name there. Great play on the words. It's, It's just a great, solid... Classic 90s, tropey, fucking great time. What year did this come out? This would have been like 94, I think? 94, 95? The years after Night of the Living Dead remake. Yeah, that was a classic. Tom Savini did that, did the directing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom Savini, not known as a director, but... Tom Savini, Tony Todd. But let's not get into that. But that's that's a discussion for an entirely another, another time. Let's get right into the, the recap, which uh, starts with twin sisters, Lindy and Chris. And these two... They're just always arguing, they're always competing, always pranking each other. One's blowing like a big old bubblegum bubble, and the other one pops it. Ha <laughs> So as revenge, she just closes the book the other one's reading. So Fuck she'll it. lose her place. <laughs> and she hates losing her place. So they're, yeah, they're hanging out in their room, and then their mom comes in and is like, It's a beautiful day! What are you kids doing in here? You gotta go outside. And she forces them, well, she she pressures them into riding Not those bikes. too hard. That they had to have for their birthday. She says, Why don't you go outside? And they're like, Uh, I'm 12. Too old to play outside. I was 12. No, you're not. Yeah, I was playing outside until I was like yesterday. I was playing outside until I was 18. <laughs> we literally played outside in the pool like a couple days ago. Uh, oh, I know you weren't there for that. Never mind. Uh, so yeah, these... Get your shit straight. God damn it, Sherwood. <laughs> I'm having a rough day. Uh, so, yeah, these twins are the classic trope of being very similar, but very different. Oh, and they're both boy crazy for, like, for like half of the book. Then that just disappears. I wouldn't say they're boy crazy. Like, they mentioned boys. Chris was a bit boy crazy. Like, she kept bringing up the no, fact no, that boys were crazy, or boys were cute, and that she was had a crush on this other boy that never came up again. So they go outside, and the first thing they see is the house down the street that's in development, that they said, oh, wow, the walls are going up real quick. And they mentioned that the house, they started building the foundation in winter, and then they started building the frame of the house in March, and it's currently spring. I don't know if that's I think, fast for a house. I think they demolished the house in winter, put up the base in March, okay. and then, then it was like, oh, the walls are coming up now. So yeah, it's like... They really went in-depth on this house that's getting built, and while riding off to the park, the girls decide that they should sneak inside, as they've done a couple times. One of them is like, oh, I wonder who's going to move in. Maybe it'll be uh, hot boys our age. Maybe it'll be twin boys. And the other one was like, ew, I can't imagine dating twins. That is interesting, because... Some people do that. Yeah, oh, tons of twins end up with twins just because it's like that's a twins, a, right? <laughs> it's like a unique thing that not a lot of people can really relate to. Of like, you're kind of not your own person. Yeah. Well, it, in the eyes of everyone else, sure. you are seen as part of that duo and not just a person, which you're I understand right. is a it's a very difficult thing to deal with. That's like your soulmate. Yeah, that you're just not allowed to get away from. 
So yeah, they're inside the house. They're they're creaking around, and then they they hear tiny rapid footsteps inside, and they freak out, and they they gotta get out of there. It was just a squirrel. Well, they weren't freaking out. They were. They like, got scared. Whoa, 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 whoa what's that? And that's then they pretty go, much freaking they out. Investigate and like, oh, I guess it was a squirrel. But one of them, I think Chris was like, uh, I don't think it was a squirrel. That sounded like real footsteps. No, but then it was just a squirrel. And on the way out, uh, Lindy happens to find. Slappy the dummy in the garbage in a dumpster specifically. Yeah, right in there in the garbage, and they at first they think it, they think it's a kid. They're like, "What is this?" Or no, Chris is like, "What?" Yeah, uh, Lindy pulls it out. She's like, "Look at this!" And she's holding a little child in her arms. That's how he describes it. Yeah, his head, arms, legs. Chris is freaking the fuck out. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it's just Slappy and Lindy right away starts puppeting him doing all sorts of little tricks and jokes. jokes and goofs but it, it's it's described as like a weird dummy where its mouth only moves at a pull string on the oh, back oh it's, it's very simple yes like the mouth opens and the eyes move side to side that's literally it yeah but like you don't have manual control over the flapping it's it's like woody where you pull it down on the back and then it just like automatically goes uh no that's not how i read it i read it as like She's actively pulling the string hmm. to open the mouth. So you pull the string down, the mouth opens, you let it go, it closes. So you're just like, no, 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 no. I read it as like like robotic, almost. But uh, that makes more sense. Get your eyes checked. <laughs> I was reading this in a rush because I thought you'd be over much quicker. Uh, then, yeah, some kids they used to babysit show up. Little kids, red hair, little bitches, and... Yeah, they're, like, walking back home and running into these kids. Yeah, well, the kids just literally run up to them out of nowhere, like, unprompted. And, yeah, Lindy starts doing all these hilarious jokes, and the kids fucking love it. Rolling on the ground. They, that hilarious. The, the boy especially is, like, freaking out about it. And, of course, Chris is jealous. Because that's the thing about Chris and Lindy is they're always competing they're always neck and neck and stuff, but Lindy typically tends to be better. Well, at first, Chris was kind of like, ew, gross, throw that thing away. Yeah. And then she saw the response yeah. Lindy was At the beginning of the third chapter, she's like, it details how, like, Lindy spent the last week working on her act, doing all this shit while Chris Putting is like, the work, yeah. You're a nerd. That's stupid. <laughs> And then immediately when she finds out that the two kids from earlier had or talked to their mom, and now Lindy's gonna get a job where she's gonna get paid twenty dollars to work at this or to do her ventriloquist act at the the birthday party. Chris immediately gets jealous and is like, "I want my own. Where? Why can't I have a doll? I thought it was stupid, but I wanted it." And now. Yeah, so... And the dad's like, I don't know if we can afford one. They're a, like, good, a good uh, dummy's like $100. Like $100, which, like, if you got a good dummy for $100, even back in the 90s, that's a good deal. Yeah. Like, that's like a $1,000 dummy today. Ventriloquist <laughs> dummies are fucking intricate pieces of woodwork. Like, you can't just pick one of those up out of the dumpster, even though they did. But yeah, uh, Chris is just a, a straight-up copycat. Like, she's called it multiple times. And her only justification for why she should get a dog... Oh, yeah, no, yeah. The parents say since they can't afford it that Lindy has to share Slappy with Chris because they're Lindy, bad parents. Lindy... Oh, I wouldn't say they're bad. But oh, they're, I would say they're terrible fucking parents. They're not bad, but not good. <laughs> I would say they're fucking terrible. Yeah, Lindy's like, hey, this is my own thing. I want to do this. We're always sharing shit. They share the same room, the same clothes. They look pretty much the same. She reasonably wants one thing that is hers that she found and her sister ridiculed yeah. for a week. Wasn't even interested in it. Was directly shitting all over it and the parents force her to do it. And they force Lindsay to or Lindy to apologize after Slappy. Uh, the moment Chris goes to take Slappy, Slappy calls her an idiot and a moron and slaps her in the face. You lost your stupid moron. <laughs> That's how I think he sounded like. Slappy is a fucking hero in this instance. Oh yeah, she said originally when they found her, uh, found him. She's like, oh, what are you gonna call it? Uh, I'm gonna call it Slappy. Why? Because he slaps you in the face. <laughs> And yeah. then he did it, foreshadowing. So Lindy naturally, she questions why she would be forced to share this thing that's hers and she's worked on. But, you know, Chris is just a huge bitch, so it has to be done. Later that night... Whoa, 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 whoa. You're saying Chris is the bitch? Yeah. Because honestly, Lindy was a little bit of a bitch. Right? Um, no. Lindy is like, 
they both shat on they each other. started antagonistic to each other, like siblings do. Sure, but that's what I'm saying. Lindy starts as like, you know, she's naturally antagonistic the same way that Chris is. But Chris is just a fucking problem. Forces her sister to share, constantly just shits all over her, is, mm. is a copycat and is worse than her at all these things, and then throws a fit because she's yeah. worse at all these things. It's just the ventriloquist. No, because she talked about how she did it before multiple times, and that Chris always copies what Lindy does. This is like a huge point of their dynamic. Well, if you remember the opening of the book, it was Chris saying, hey, look at this. And Lindy popped that bubble. She started it. Uh, th- again, that's typical sibling behavior. That is no reason to horn in on her fucking thing that is explicitly hers because you're jealous over $20. Also, Lindy was noted as the sarcastic one, but in like the first five pages, R.L. Stein used the word sarcastically or sarcasm like six or seven times. He really, really wanted to iron at home. They're She's all sarcastic. sarcastic. They all are. Lindy, oh, yeah. Lindy is, but they all are, really. Yeah. Especially when they get their friends in there later, and, like, that's just, like, a fucking Seinfeld bit, where everyone's busting each other's balls. But, yeah, like, later that night, Chris is, like, freaking out about this whole slappy thing, so she has a nightmare where she's being chased by something very evil. But she doesn't know what. What is it? What could it be? So then, yeah, she wakes up, and she sees that Slappy is staring at her across Sitting the room. Sitting in the chair next to the window, the moonlight's glinting Glowing on his, on eyes. his eyes. His blue eyes. So, yeah. Uh, so what does she do? She just gets up over there and slaps him to the side. Slaps him down like a bitch. Huge bitch. Yeah. Uh, so far, Slappy hasn't done anything. Slappy ain't done shit, but just as she's about to walk away from pushing him over, Slappy grabs her hand. But it was Lindy. She was crouched down by oh, the doll. Yeah. Like, right there. Daughter. That was it. It was a whole, it was a whole fucking thing. Lindy's a trickster. <laughs> she's basically Loki. Timely! Yeah. Uh, Lady Lindy. After a late choir practice where the both were both the twins were involved, they get home and they found out that their dad is going to a conference in Portland. That's in Oregon! Whoa, 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 whoa. Is it the Portland in Oregon or is it the Portland in Maine? Where Stephen King is from. Maine's from there, but he writes stories. Maine there. is not a real place. That's a fictional place in Stephen King's mind. Uh, this is clearly Portland, Oregon. Um, uh, shut up. He referenced Stephen King in this book, so it could easily <laughs> No, be it's Oregon, because that's Maine. where we live. Okay, I like to believe it's Oregon. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Chris goes back to her room, and sitting on the window right by Slappy is another dummy. But it was a gift from her dad. She names him Mr. Wood. He looks identical to Slappy, but with bright orange hair. He wears blue jeans, red and green flannel, and high-top sneakers. And Slappy wears, like, a gray suit with brown shoes. And he has a shirt collar, but the white shirt is just painted onto his chest. Yeah, it's it's regularly... He's not... Otherwise... They look identical. Yeah. Also, uh, the description of Mr. Wood here sounds shockingly similar to Chucky. In terms of the color palette, red hair, is, isn't he blue. Overalls? He wears overalls. Overalls with a striped shirt, but it's it's pretty similar. I pretty think you're close. Drawing it with the red hair or orange hair. The red hair and the blue clothes, whatever. Chris happily runs off to show him and declares that she will become the better ventriloquist. Then you know Lindy gets upset. She screeches at Lindy. Lindy screeches back, and their mom says, "Hey, shut the fuck up and get out of the kitchen." So. To calm down, Chris goes to play with her junk jewelry collection. She loves, she loves fingering She loves jewels. putting on these beads, putting on the rings, running her fingers along the, the plastic jewels, all that shit. And yet, they, he uses the word fingering, which I felt very uncomfortable with. He used it with. twice in the same sentence. He said, <laughs> she loves fingering them, and she loves putting them on her fingers. No, no, no. She, he said she loves fingering them and running her fingers across the yeah. bracelets. So it was two references to fingers, but different Some kind words. of finger fetish going yeah. on Yeah, R.L. Stein fingers. So yeah, she does that, and it's all that thing, but then uh, she invites over her friend Cody, who's like... He's like a cool guy. He's like like laid back. He has white blonde hair. Very stoic. And the only the uh, quality I remember about his looks. Has serious eyes. I remember that detail because he's a serious guy. 
Uh, so she, yeah, she, it's, it's they a, go outside. She's he's sitting on the grass watching her. Yeah, he lays back on the grass like, and he's like just, a cool anime guy. But he's like pulling with the grass and playing with it, throwing it around. Her routine in her routine is just fucking terrible. Like it's not funny. Do you remember any jokes? She no, said? because there really weren't any. It was like the most generic. Ah, I'm a dummy. You're a dummy. Yeah. Which they keep doing that joke, by the way. And he just Cody just doesn't react for a little bit. He's like, uh. I guess. Yeah, she keeps having to ask, is that funny? What about this? Was that funny? You're not laughing. Eh. So I guess it's not funny then. Cody rules, by the way. Uh, he says, uh, quote, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she she says that Cody is hurting Mr. Wood's feelings. And that the only reason her routine is terrible is because she needs a good joke book. That, that'll turn all of this around. Book. She just has to find the right joke book full with the right funny puppet things to say. So Cody pretty much, yeah, just says whatever and leaves. And, and Lindy was saying she just makes up her own jokes. That comes up in a little bit later when they're all talking, but yeah. Lindy is... I guess Chris just isn't as funny as Lindy. Chris sucks! That's the reality of this book. <laughs> Lindy works hard, is naturally funny, was immediately talented with the puppet... And when earlier, when Chris was forced to have Slappy, she couldn't even figure out how to get his fucking mouth to work. <laughs> Lindy picked him up and was immediately doing ventriloquism, as where Chris threw a fit about this and doesn't even know how he works. Oh yeah, and then, uh, so Lindy shows back up at home, talking about how she just performed for a bunch of kids. She did a rap duet with Slappy, and one kid yeah. thought it was so funny that she shot chocolate milk out of her nose. And then, yeah, Chris says that she, she lies. lies. Lies about Cody saying it was so fucking oh, funny. Cody was laughing so hard. And then and she's like, huh, I, I thought Cody didn't really have a sense of humor. Yeah. That's it, weird. I don't think I've ever seen him laugh. Well, he was laughing earlier, says Chris. Unconvincingly. So, yeah, the next morning, Mr. Wood is missing, but Slappy's just fine. And Chris is freaking out. And then she sees him standing there in the doorway. But he was he was just put on the, the doorknob. You're wearing her clothes. Yeah, put her on fancy her, clothes. her fancy dress for the fancy dress-up day that was set up, like, one page previously. Like, he looks like he's standing there creepily, and then, oh, he's, the doorknob is in the hole. Yeah, which then makes me question, like, how tall yeah. is this ventriloquist puppet? Because doorknobs are typically, like, three feet off the ground, and if it was put into the back of his car, he would need to be, like, four feet tall. Well, there are 12-year-old kids, and they were saying earlier that she thought it was a kid she pulled out of the dumpster at the beginning, uh, and they, he kind of talks about the dummies as if they're around the same size as the children themselves. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little unclear, because sometimes he The says, dress is on the dummy. Sometimes he, like, frames it as though they are the same size as these children, and then other times it's like, oh, well, she just picked them up one hand and then, like, laid, her on, laid them on his arm, so it's well, like, okay, are I, they small? No, no, you can kind of do that. If you are the same size, if you're just, like, a, a life-size doll, I guess, the size of a child, they could pick it up, sling it over their arm, but then she picked up Slappy the first time, and then she say, like, oh, he's heavier than I thought he was. Yeah, because he's, like, he's basically a chunk of wood. Like, they, the way he, his, like, torso was described is like a log, pretty much. He looked fucking weird. So, it's, it's like the next day. Chris and Lindy have their friends Cody and their other friend Alice in the backyard again. They, like, they just go back and forth between the bedroom and the backyard for a couple chapters here. But, uh, Chris is the only one that has her dummy out there, because she's a dummy. And, uh, Lindy's bragging about how she's headed off to that job to earn $20. That's a lot of money. In, like, 1994, for a 12-year-old, 20 bucks ain't, ain't nothing to scoff at. For, like, maybe an hour's worth of work? Maybe. So, Cody suggests it might be fun if the two sisters did a, an act together. And, uh, Lindy's like, you know, that's that's not a bad idea. Here, let me see Mr. Wood so I can I can help you learn how to do this better. So she takes the puppet and is like, showing her all these cool tricks. And Chris is like, stop it! You're being a jerk! <laughs> and then tries to forcefully take the puppet back. But the puppet starts calling her a jerk and telling her to get lost. And, like, just shit-talking her. Talking so much shit. And Lindy's like, I can't get him off! What's happening? He's legit scared. And, yeah, he's, he's speaking for himself. And Chris just, like, buys this right away. He's like, oh, yeah, that's true. Not Wouldn't even question it for a second that this puppet came to life. She's just like, all right, okay. 
But then they, she doesn't do anything about it. That, that's what's baffling, is like... What's she gonna do about it? Get rid of the goddamn doll? If she actually believes this shit's happening? She just got it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Lindsay then... Or Lindy just... I, I kept reading it as Lindsay this whole fucking book. But it's Lindy. Lindy. And Chris with a K. K-R-S. K-R-I-S. Very strange names. Uh... Lindy just, yeah, she acts as though that did not happen and just leaves to go off to her job. So, Chris just left, leaves, makes her friends leave and just plays on the swing set in the, the backyard alone set. until her sister gets back, who is smug because she made $25. Little tip. Specifically calling back out her rap routine with Slappy as a big point. Of why she got that extra I'm money. I'm sure this all-white community loved the rap Whoa, team. whoa, whoa. Who said these people were white? Who said they weren't? So why did you say it was an all-white community? Uh, everyone R.L. Sign described had white features. Um, I don't know what's white about yes. blonde hair. White? Diet. Blonde hair. He says it was white okay. blonde hair. Cody has Cody is confirmed white because he has white blonde hair. This isn't the show where, like, oh, they can just sprinkle in some black people. No, they can uh, I think both Chris and Lindy are both like deep Chris Ugandan. And Chris and Lindy. Oh, I thought you said Andy. They're like you go, they're like from Uganda, pretty much. They're like black as night, but with dyed blonde hair. I didn't detect an accent in any of their. Who dialogue. said they had an accent? They were born oh, in yeah. America. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. They're native. They were born in America. Their parents are from Uganda. This is the canon that I. I don't know. They don't strike me as Ugandan parents. They're way too lax. Mm, that's that's true. The, those well, yeah. These, these parents the are pretty dog, shitty. The dog gets on the couch, and the mom is like, you shouldn't be on the couch, and just keeps sitting there. But yeah, uh, Lindy did so well that one of the other parents were impressed, and she got another job that pays $30. So she's going to be fucking rich. Lindy is the breadwinner of this house. And Chris is just hanging out, unable to perform the most basic shit doesn't even well, have no. her own jokes. She announced, uh, Lindy announced she's getting her $30 job. And then Chris goes along and says, oh, I'm oh, yeah. getting the spring concert. She got hired to host the spring concert off screen between yeah. chapters. So <laughs> like, she's not making it up. This actually happens later. Yeah. That's what's so weird is like, there's so much time dedicated in this book to like, and then I went back to my room, and I went to bed, because I, I was upset, scared, and then I was but I scared. didn't do anything. But then, like, a pretty important plot point just happens off-screen, or off-page, whatever you, whatever the term for that is. It, yeah. And yeah, I thought in the moment that she was just making shit up. But nope! Yeah. <laughs> she so just got hired! said it is like... Oh yeah, I have a thirty dollars job next week. Oh yeah, well I'm go I'm doing it at the spring concert. Yeah, it seemed like bullshit a kid would make up, but nope, it's just that happened. So yeah, they uh, they talk to their dad on the phone as he's in Portland, oh, Oregon, yeah, in the conference, and then they uh, they watch a movie and they go with to their, their mom with they, their mom that their mom chose from the video store in the mall where they where she got hired for the spring concert, and then they're going up to the room. Little after eleven o'clock. Little after eleven o'clock, and they find that Mister Wood has stripped Slappy, trapped his arms behind his back while he straddles <laughs> and chokes him. Damn! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so the girls decide that this is clearly fucked up and need to tell their mom, who is reading a Stephen King novel. And I think that's like the only real like overt pop culture bit in this one. Uh, so the version I read had dumpster capitalized. Hmm, maybe that's a brand. Times. So I was wondering, like, was dumpster a... That's an own brand? That might be one of those, like, Kleenex things where people just say that as a term for the item instead of mm. the brand. Well, but everyone like, knows Kleenex is a brand of tissues. Not like, everyone knows that. People just say, oh, here's a Kleenex. I I've never heard of dumpster as a brand. I thought, like, oh, that's a dumpster. Same. Yeah, I've never, a large never heard of that either. Uh, that's weird. That could just be whatever version you have, because I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Uh, I'll check the book later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they, they interrupt their mom, who, like, had just fallen asleep reading that book, and she's fucking pissed. She does She was scared. She does not want to hear about these goddamn dummies, and she is threatening to take them away if these girls can't get she, along. She, like, does not listen to them. Like, doesn't let them explain. Not a to word. Hear what <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Chris decides, maybe the best thing for now is to just put Mr. Wood away in the closet and go to bed. 
the next morning, she wakes and she finds the two dummies sitting there. One with Mr. Wood with his arm around Slappy. And they're just smiling in the window. And again, she thinks pretty much nothing of this. Well, they have permanent grins, so they're always yeah, smiling. Yeah, they're always smiling. But he does describe the way that the smile looks different at different times. Not that it is a different smile, but they're like, oh, the light made it look like his smile yeah. was a sneer. Or like his, the mouth opened, so he, the smile was even wider. Yeah, which is like, I don't think that's how puppet mouths work. <laughs> Days pass, nothing weird happens, so Chris gets back on the, the practice room for that spring concert, and then Lindy busts in and tells her that she was spotted at one of her performances and is now going to perform on a local TV station search for talent. So, this bitch is... She is just... She must be good. She's on that grind. She is doing shit. And yeah, she's talented. She's talented enough to get spotted by multiple parents and a TV station. Meanwhile, Chris got the job at the spring concert, likely because she was confused confused for Lindy. Oh, you're that blonde girl that has the puppet. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's Chris. Well, yeah, they assumed, like... Oh, you two, the puppet girls? Oh, I'm sure you're both good. <laughs> they know they probably didn't even know Chris was a person. They just saw a blonde girl that they knew was the daughter of this person that did puppet shows. Well, it's their school, so. Well, no, but the TV station know. was unrelated to the school. Uh, okay. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, we're talking about the. the no, 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 the thing, TV yeah. station was yeah, the yeah, Lindy. Yeah. That's Chris like, is the spring concert. And they had, like, rehearsals with choir or something. Yeah, yeah. They don't really go back to that. Uh. So yeah, she, Chris, Chris gets upset. real fucking jealous and just slams Mr. Wood to the floor. <laughs> and then, yeah, she apologizes, but R.L. wrote it where, like, Mr. Wood's eyes were cold and unforgiving, despite be yeah. just being a puppet. Well, before, the every time they look at the eyes, they're like, oh, it's kind of like he's looking at me. Yeah. So, and that's how you treat the dummy your dad got you yeah. after he said they couldn't afford it. See what I'm talking about? Chris is just the fucking worst. Like, everything that happens, she's just fucking terrible. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're in bed, and then Lindy gets woke up, and she has to go downstairs to get water. No, 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 she, Lindy wakes up, because uh, someone's going out the door, and she thinks it was Chris. And Chris is like, yes, I'm just going to get water. Or the voice says, yeah, I'm just going to get water. It's a voice that sounds like Chris. So it's like, oh shit, is this fucking Mr. Wood? Is it Slappy? But then she hears Chris scream. And then Lindy goes down to the kitchen to see Chris. all of the contents of the fridge are thrown everywhere. Making a huge mess. And mixed in with it all was all of Chris's junk jewelry. <laughs> see, it came back. Foreshadowing. <laughs> it's R.L. style. And also, Mr. Tricks. Wood is there covered in all the food and all the yeah, jewelry, right too. right in the middle of it. So, they, their mom then walks in, and she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, would you believe what they say? If I walked into the, the kitchen at 3 a.m. And, and Joey's standing in there. Was, my nephew. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> my nephew, Jimmy, <laughs> had made a huge mess and put my John Cena toy right there covered in shit. I wouldn't believe John Cena came to life <laughs> and made a huge mess. They they convince their mom that they're going to keep their no. dummies. First, she's fucking furious. Oh, yeah, she's fucking she's like, mad. The dummies are done. No then, more dummies. Then they talk her into like, oh, we'll we'll clean, we clean it up, and we promise that you won't see the dummies anymore. Can we keep them? And, and she's like, oh, I don't know. The vegetables are spoiled. Look at this mess. This is, we'll pay for it out of our allowance. Just let us keep our dummies. Alright. I'll give you one chance. <laughs> that one chance is gonna fucking curse that mom forever. So then the mom goes back up to bed as the kids clean everything up in the middle of the night. They finish in complete silence, just get it all cleaned at like, yeah, it was like 1 in the morning and then it was like 3 a.m. by the time they were finished. And yeah, once they're, they're in bed, Chris finally lays down, gets cozy in her bed, and then she hears a voice. Let me out. Let me out of here! Coming from the closet. Chris wakes Lindy up, freaking out, because she's hearing voices, and Lindy's like, Yeah, shut the fuck up. I don't have time for this. This was this was all a huge prank. Big reveal. Everything up until this point was just Lindy fucking yeah. with Chris. Deservedly so. Whoa, whoa. Yes. Deservedly? Yeah. Have I not spent the entire time detailing every which way that Chris is 
fucking okay. obnoxious. Okay. okay, your kid comes to you and says, hey, Daddy, I want a ventriloquist dummy like my sister got. And you're like, oh, alright, I'll give it to her. The first sister gets mad, puts all the fucking food in the fridge on the floor with the other one's dummy to try to make them crazy. Who's really in the wrong here? <laughs> so my issue with this is not the the morals of it. I think Lindy was perfectly justified in trying to fuck her sister over. No. I don't understand the logic of, I'm going to get both of our puppets banned. Like, both of the puppets were on well, the line. she's not a mastermind schemer. <laughs> she, she is apparently actually a 12-year-old idiot. Because I, yeah, I don't this, know what she no plan. thought was going to happen when her mom saw the mess. There was no plan there. Like, the plan was just that she's going to freak out Chris, and like, that's it. It's a pretty reasonable revenge, in no. my opinion. <laughs> but now, Chris... No, see, the, all the food in the fridge is ruined! They have nothing to eat! Alright, but here's my response to that. She fucking got her. Okay. She fucking got her, she did, though. She did get her. She did get her. I'm not disputing that. <laughs> but they can't afford a $100 dummy. Okay, yeah. From, they ruined all the food in the fridge. How are they going to eat the rest of the week? Well, they did say they would replace all the food with their allowance. Which, again, the 20, I don't understand. $25 she got earlier. Again, I don't understand <laughs> what Lindy's plan is in making this mess. Like, I, I get that she got her, but I don't understand the logic they behind did, it. It has been mentioned multiple times that these twin sisters are very competitive. Very We're always so. bickering about some shit. So it's a back and forth of being little bitches. Yeah, so we just kind of, you know, cut a few days later from there, and Chris and Cody, are they're walking home from school. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. Before they cut a few days later... Uh, Chris says, I'm never speaking to you oh, yeah. again. I'm serious. Never again. We're, we're done. You and me, we're over. Then a few days later, she's talking, talking. to Cody. And then Chris, <laughs> Cody's like, hey, so you talking to your sister? And she's like, yeah, but I still haven't forgiven her. <laughs> That's the end of that. They're just like perfectly normal from then on. She didn't forgive her. Just like Mr. Wood didn't forgive her with his eyes. Mr. Wood. So yeah, they're, they're talking about that it's a fucking hot ass day. And that... That's pretty much that. They're both rehearsing. pretty hot. So yeah, Chris goes inside, starts rehearsing with Mr. Wood when she she just finds an ancient spell written on a note in his pocket and reads it out loud. Karu Mari Odono Ioma Malanu Karano. And then uh, and then Mr. Wood like blinks at her, and she just doesn't really think much of it. So she's like, "Well, he blinked at me," and then. Just Goes right back to perform to practicing. The moment that happens, I'm like, "What the fuck? Yeah, get this thing away!" From I just me. read a magic spell and it blinked at me. I've been working this doll, this uh, ventriloquist dummy, for weeks at this point. It's been a couple weeks, and it only has two functions: opening mouth, eyes side to side. Suddenly, the eyes start moving on their own. Yeah, no, I'm out. And the eyes were like originally painted on. Like they keep saying, like, which no, were painted, parts were painted eyes on, but the, weren't. I thought it was like they were actual eyeballs, but they were just painted and they just moved side to side. Yeah, it was a little unclear. Like he described multiple parts as being painted on, but then would describe them as more than paint later. It was a whole thing. But yeah, up until this point, I was really, really liking the book. Then there was the Lindy reveal of she was doing it all along, and obviously, yeah, that that was pretty fucked. But it, it was like, from there it was like, eh, well then nothing that I just read was really all that spooky. Obviously one of the dolls is going to come to life, that's the whole thing. So, from there I was like, that was alright, but let's see how it, it pays this off. And uh, Mr. Powell comes back from Portland, and he demands that the girls start performing their he puppet jobs. Demanded. He's more like, pretty insistent. He gently requests several times, and then they give in. Mm, I think we read that pretty parents, dude. This dad's pretty shitty, though. He, like, convinces them rather than says, hey, you're doing this. So, instead of having both of their daughters perform at the same time, they're going to have them perform individually for some reason. Why would they perform at the same time? Why would you put them in a comparative point? It's a tag... You should be having them as a team. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do they have a team routine? He literally said it doesn't matter. Do you know how comedy acts work? Yeah, do fucking funny. Oh, hey, you, you two are singers, right? Get up there, sing together. Yeah, that's what American Idol is. Oh, we did There's like multiple weeks of that. Yeah, they actually practice, though. They practice the songs together. It's like, you, you pull some rando off the street, you haven't practiced anything with them. I could probably work it out. These bitches hate each other. <laughs> 
But yeah, like it, it makes even less sense to have them go separately because then it's a, an immediate comparison of like, oh, well, this one was funny and this one isn't. It's you're gonna compare it anyways. My I think the mistake was having Lindy go first. That yeah, because Lindy is the, clearly the better one. Why are you serving the dessert first? Yeah. You put the shitty one up to, you know, that, that's, it's the literal opening act concept. Yeah, you can get a little, ah, uh, polite pause. Uh, oh, oh, this one. Oh, Chris, it's so cute that you did that. And then Lindy, it's like, bravo. So yeah, Lindy fucking crushes it. These old people from next door, they're losing their minds. They're like busting Hysterical. red. They can't handle it. They make a point of, uh, or Arl Sy makes a point of describing the... Fuck, what were the neighbors' names? I don't fucking remember. Fucking says, Mr. Cooper They or look something. almost exactly the same. The husband has a mustache. They're old. They have white hair. Yeah. So then, Wendy, yeah, she crushed it. Everybody applauds her off. And then it's Chris's turn. She, she sits down. And then Mr. Wood just starts snapping out these zingers. Calling these people old. Calling them stupid. Oh, uh, what? You know, some dentures there. Is the, Are they yellow because you're bad breath? <laughs> Is that a mustache or are you just eating a rat? <laughs> That's not even, like, clever. It's not funny. And, like, if you got... Uh, make it fun of a mustache. Who cares, dude? Yeah, so, of like... All the things you could say, it's like, Oh, your mustache. It's like a rat. <laughs> okay. Why would you say that? So, yeah, these, these old people, like... I demand an apology. They're this is offended. They are like really upset, and the old man's like, "I don't understand her humor. It's all just rude jokes." Kind of sad, really. <laughs> they just like got trashed. Yeah, like they got trounced, and they just couldn't handle it. They couldn't understand that someone would crack the mildest joke about their age or mustache. Like, I mean, she she was getting a little. She was she pushed the line. She was a little rude. That's not the kind of humor you typically do in that environment. But it's also not like the end of the world, which these parents and these old people made it out to be. So, yeah, she just, like, she stammers out, like, sorry, and storms oh, off to In tears. Running off crying. And again, after this experience where she <laughs> insists that she did not say those things and it was the puppet, she continues using this puppet. Yeah. Well, like, Lindy doesn't believe it at all. Well, yeah, why would she? She was the one who faked it. Yeah, Lindy just did this joke. She is exactly so, yeah, copycatting Of course her. she wouldn't think it was real. Yeah. And, yeah, so the parents, they, they wouldn't believe her either. And, oh, yeah. Because of this fuck-up, Lindy is assuring Chris that her parents will take her away, take away the puppet, won't let her do the spring concert. This is a huge problem. And then they just they just cut to backstage at the concert. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't care that much. <laughs> like they didn't even have a, a line of dialogue where the parents were like, "We're still gonna let you do it because you agreed to, but we're very disappointed with you." The dad took off time to attend the concert. Yeah, like they they could have had just like one line. Like that's what's so weird is there are so many like full chapters of this that. Don't add anything, but then pretty important plot points are just completely brushed over. How she got the job at the concert, her still being able to do the concert, everything leading up to the night of the concert is just not there. Like, I can I can accept she got the concert gig off screen. Sure. It's just the way it happened was in response to yeah. Lindy saying something. Like, oh yeah, well I got the concert, like... That just came out of nowhere. Yeah, it, it could have just been if they, he had just taken like a couple of the chapters that he used for stuff that didn't matter to just have them go to the mall and have someone say, "Hey, you're that puppet girl. Do the spring concert." Anything like that. Then no they time. There's no time for that. <laughs> they could have even played up the tension of like, "Oh well, maybe they just thought I thought you were me. You're not even good enough to get recognized." Honestly, they could have played it up. Happen. They could have played up that angle, and that would have played into Chris's jealousy, but. <laughs> Nah, she just got it, and now she's there. So, at this point, yeah, I'm getting back into the book. Mr. Wood is, he's really just zinging everyone. Well, this, well this is uh, this is the first time they're in a, like, a major public a setting. A public setting, yeah. So, as she's struggling to get the mic all set up, Mr. Wood just starts making jokes at the fat teacher... Saying, oh, talking shit on the crowd, too. Talking shit on the crowd, talking shit on the fat teacher. The teacher comes in, and then he starts making Oh, and he digs in. He goes hard on that poor heavyset woman. And then she's like, you know what? No, you're off the stage. 
I need you to apologize. I need you to say sorry and then sla- uh, not slappy. It's not slappy. It's Mr. Wood. Mr. Wood says, what? Sorry for this? And, and starts vomiting green like, goop everywhere. Opens his head and open, uh, tilts his head back, opens his mouth and just shoots it straight in the arm. Like a fire hose and it does <laughs> not stop. <laughs> yeah. Looked like pea soup. This goes on for like 30 seconds at least. This is like a, a full chapter of him vomiting and describing how gross the green goop smells. Everyone's reacting like. And she can't see the audience because of the spotlight, so she just hears people screaming, and (laughs) she she tries to stop the goop, but it's like, it's too strong and blows her hand away. So yeah, (laughs) she just like fucking runs off. Oh no, yeah, she gets pulled backstage, and at that point, I guess Mr. Wood just stops, and then... Well, the teacher says, you're, that's it, you're gonna be suspended, and maybe... Suspended for life. I have it my way. You're never coming back. Uh, so yeah, her parents obviously don't believe she didn't do it. Even though, how would she do this? Where would she get this green goop? Yeah, no one how questions that. How would she hook it up? Like, <laughs> this is clearly some magical bullshit. Yeah, that's like, when you see something so impossible, you can't explain how it happened, you should really be digging in there. Yeah, you, sh- you should at least ask the most basic of questions, like... Could this 12-year-old girl have done this? Like, if your 10-year-old nephew is standing next to an exploded car, wouldn't you be like, did you have something to do? How Jimmy! Did, how did this happen? You don't just say, hey, you little fucker, you blew up that car, didn't you? Well, it wouldn't be the first time with Jimmy. We all know that. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, her parents don't believe her, and then Mr. Uh, Mister Powell, her father, is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that doll from you and return it on Monday. To the pawn shop. To the pawn shop where I got it. <laughs> he said before, a good dummy's like $100. Hopped on out of the pawn shop, got Mr. Wood. Got this one. The guy just wanted to get rid of it, it seems. So yeah, instead of just taking the puppet there, he says, now you put it in your closet until Monday when I will return it. They didn't check this doll for like a hidden goo compartment? or <laughs> They did zero research. They just accept that their 12-year-old daughter... Somehow hooked up a fire hose of rotten green goop to prank the spring concert. Gallons of goop. Like, it would have been way too much. How did she get it there? Uh, but yeah, she, she's forced to bed. She can't sleep. And then she hears the closet door swing open. And a small shadow makes its way to the bedroom door. Okay, come on. Don't do that. <laughs> she falls it into the hall and confronts it. And then she finds herself face to face with Mr. Wood. So Chris starts whisper screaming about how he's a dummy and he can't he can't be moving. Okay, okay, whisper scream right now. He's with oh, what if you're a puppet? You can't be doing this. That's what it was described as. It's like <laughs> she was she was both panicking and freaking out, but also whispering. So like uh yeah, and he's like trying to get down the stairs at this point. Yeah, he's trying to head down to like the kitchen or something. He's just trying to head out through the They're house. They're like literally just standing there talking for a couple well, she, seconds. She just whisper yells at him for a bit, and then he starts snarling and making the same yeah. dummy joke. He, yeah, he's talking shit. She. But no, there, there's a him. second where he doesn't talk, where it's just like, "Are you oh, yeah, moving? He's, he's Why are you moving? Him. You can't do this!" And then he starts making the same stupid joke while snarling like a dog. I don't, I don't know what that's but about. But then, then she, like, tackles him. He's trying to get down the stairs. Yeah, and they're, like, wrestling, and she's, she's trying she's to hold him down. Ways, she's and on then top of him. Lindy shows up, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Chris? And she's yeah, like, well, this yeah. fucking puppet's alive! She's sta- she's uh, on top of it, and he's not moving. And she's like, she's like come on, right come right? on, Chris. And then Chris stands up for two seconds, and he's like, <laughs> freaking out, moving his arm. Lindy doesn't believe it. And Chris is like, go get mom and dad! Go get mom yeah, and dad! They mention uh, when Lindy first shows up, Chris is screaming at the top of her lungs to go get mom and dad. <laughs> and they didn't hear this? They didn't hear anything they didn't going hear on? jack shit. How big is this house? When they can't afford a hundred dollars for a ventriloquist dummy, yeah, it the, the the economic plan of Goosebumps is never quite clear. But uh, <laughs> one thing for certain, parents suck. The parents suck, and they they show up, and he's motionless, and they don't believe any of it. Even though Lindy's like, "Yo, I saw it, I saw it too," and she's they're like, "Are you sure?" And then she's like, maybe. And she wavers. She's like, I think. And then the parents say, all right, everybody back to bed. And then they just leave him there. And the yeah. slappy's right back to doing <laughs> shit. 
Like, why aren't they trying to destroy him or in like put him in a, a safe or something while the parents are there and he's not moving? Uh, yeah, the parents leave and then they're right back at it immediately. Yeah, immediately. Parents don't even care. They don't even check. They don't hear mm. anything. So, so then she uh, talks about. Oh yeah, Slappy says the girls are going to be his slaves. Everybody in the house is going to be his slaves. And then uh, explains that them, yeah. she she brought him back by reading the magic words. And she's like, what? Huh? Oh, you mean that piece of paper I got from your body? No fucking shit! And then she thinks, oh, if I read him again, that'll stop him. And then he says, ah, didn't work. Because those yeah, are the, she does it. quote unquote, words of the ancient sorcerer to yeah. bring him to life. Not kill him. Implying that there is words that would kill him. Exactly. So then Chris says, kill him? We have to kill him, Lindy. I'll hold him. You pull his head off. <laughs> then Mr. Wood says, They try it. You can't kill me. I have powers. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. I have powers. <laughs> you can't kill me. I he have says, powers. I have powers like 15 times. So many times. <laughs> and then... They, they try it. They're like, trying to pull his head off. Trying to pull his head off. He's fucking fighting the whole time. He's biting him, slapping him. And then later Chris says, Take him upstairs. We'll call it. We'll cut off his head. I'll start hurting the ones you love. Your parents, your friends, even your dog. Now someone will die! Mr. Uh, Wood is a fucking maniac. I don't think it's like a chase scene, but like they're scuffling around for oh, yeah, a little bit. They're having a whole fight scene. Like it's an epic struggle. He like he like gets away and then they get him again. And yeah, then they capture him and they put him uh into a briefcase and then throw it in the closet. And then they spend the next several hours plotting how to get rid of him. Meanwhile, he's yelling out, Won't work! I have powers! <laughs> Won't work! You're gonna be my slaves! This is my house! You're gonna do what I say! From inside the closet in a briefcase. But I feel like the parents should... Yeah. They should pick up on something here. No. No, no. No, they shouldn't. But, uh... So, yeah, they, they decide they're going to take him over to the the construction the spot, house. which is next door now. Yes. I thought it was originally no, no, down the street. It was, it was next door. They said that the other kid lived down the street. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, they, they go over there, and they decide they're going to bury him. And they do so, it's and they go sad. to bed. Bury him in the briefcase. They just throw it in there. And as they're doing this, he says, hey, won't work. I have powers. I have powers. I have powers. So then, yeah. Uh, they go to bed. Next morning, guess what? Mr. Wood is at the breakfast table covered in covered dirt in and mud. Dirt. The parents... And then he winks. Oh, my God. The parents are there. The mom is like, ah, I'm not, I'm not yeah. dummy. That, no, that's, that's the thing that kind of really made me question everything was when uh, they go down... Chris goes down the next morning. She was relieved when says, she woke up. Oh, hi, Mom. And then her mom has an angry look on her face. And she's like, but why would Mom be angry? Even though last night you pulled the prank of the super goop in her mind, so she reasonably would be oh, still shit. pretty yeah, mad. That was the night before? She would be pretty fucking mad at her still. Like, and then yeah, she looks over and sees that Mr. Wood is there, and yeah. the mom's like, "I told you, no more puppets at the table." Doesn't as, do anything about it. As though nothing happened. Does not punish her. Does not take the doll away. Just lets it be. The dad shows up, uh, and then yeah, they're like, "Oh, we gotta go shopping. See ya." What? Well, no, the dad shows up. The uh, Mr. Wood winks, but the dad doesn't see. No, no, he's it. right there. Yeah, and then they immediately leave to go shopping. And yeah, there's so now it's just Chris It'll and Mr. Wood in the house, and then Barky shows up, followed by Lindy, and then the dummy's like, "I told you there'd be consequences for betraying me. Now I'm gonna get him." And he starts choking the dog. His hands around that dog's neck, and it like goes in detail about how the dog is squealing in pain, yeah. how its voice or its, its Wines are getting lighter and lighter as it's, it's dying. Like a full five minutes of him strangling this dog. <laughs> yeah, a couple choice quotes here of "I warned you, the dog must die now." Followed by "I'm warning you, I have powers." I have powers. <laughs> so they they managed to pull Mr. Wood off the dog, deciding him to. So they saw next door there's steamrollers now yeah. in the backyard, flattening out all the ground. So. They decide they're going to take him out there and throw him under the steamrollers. And as they're running out there, the dog somehow got out and is <laughs> happily running with him, about to run under the steamrollers. Yeah, he doesn't care. So they 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 decide that they need to save their dog, and they let go of they, Mr. Wood. They die with the dog, 
miss it, keeps on running. Yeah, he just does, wouldn't have gotten hit by the steamroller, but now they've let go of Mr. Wood, who is... He's cackling in the lightning and rain that's coming. Oh, yeah, there's a lightning storm yeah, going on. Yeah, there's a storm brewing. That's why the parents left so quick, is because, oh, it looks like it's going to start raining here soon. So then, yeah. running out with this doll and a dog on the ground, and there's fucking lightning going through the air as people are doing construction work. Yeah, and then, uh, so he's free, and he's like, ha, 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 but he then starts to run the other way, not seeing the second yeah, steamroller, yeah, which then runs him right over, releasing a big billow of green gas that smells like rotten eggs, and the dog watches it intently, and then, yeah, the man driving the steamroller pops out, and he's like, whoa, was that a kid? Okay, he's freaking out. And he, he, like I said, like five or six times, he's like, man, I thought that was a kid. Yet he literally saw a childlike figure run in front of the steamroller. Thought that was over. a kid, man. Shit. And they say, no, it wasn't. It was a doll. Then he's like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's good. I thought it was a kid. Like they, they repeatedly say, nope, just a dummy. He's like, that's good. Because I thought it was a kid. And then he's Do you like, want this thing? Yeah, you want this pile of trash? Throw it in the garbage. But I bet. And then, uh, so yeah, they're relieved. They they get their dog and they head back inside. Chris is like, you know what? Things things are looking up, and heads upstairs to a room where she sees that. Oh no, they left the window open. Rain's getting in everywhere. So she goes to close it, and she feels Slappy's hands on her shirt, and he says, "Hey, slave, is that other guy gone? I thought he'd never leave." <laughs> and that's the end of the book. <laughs> So yeah, that that was uh, pretty fucking kick-ass. Oh, it was entertaining for sure. It was one of my favorite. Maybe it's just that we haven't done this in a bit, but I really liked this one. I thought it was just yeah. a good, fun read. It, it was like really, like I forgot everything that happened in it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I thought it was like, oh, what, what's Sla- oh, Slappy's over there? It's gotta be Slappy. No, it's this other one. It's Mr. Wood. No, nobody talks about how Mr. Wood was the primary antagonist. Mr. Wood never the, comes up again. The moment she said Mr. Wood for the first time, I'm like, who the fuck is Mr. Wood? Yeah. So I, thinking about it now, I think in the episode of the second one, there is a Mr. Wood. So that's where I'm not sure if they like just took elements of the first yeah. one to the second one or... Because there's two dummies in that one too. If that's how the second one goes as well. So we'll have to see about that next time. Whenever that is. So what do you uh, think of the dummy? Which like, one? As a threat. Um, uh, whatever. The main one. The yeah. main one? Uh, they, like... Slappy, like, literally has one line at the very end. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, Slappy is, like, not in this book. This is not a Slappy book. Even though he's on the cover. He is the cover, and, so like, like a, mislead. a good, like, 30 pages of it is just him kind of being spooky until Mr. Wood shows up. Uh, he wasn't... Okay, he was sitting in a chair next to the window with the moonlight. But that was probably just Lindy messing with her. That probably wasn't even... That was just Chris being a little bitch. Well, who, would you be fucking scared of a dummy sitting next to your window looking at you? No. Yeah, you would. No. Yeah, you wake up and you're like, whoa, what the fuck is that? No, because I'm not a child. Yeah, right. You're scared of fucking spiders. You're scared of me walking in the door with some drugs. I'm startled <laughs> by you with drugs. Because that's what the police told me. That, that you minorities with drugs can't trust them. True story. I had a handful of uh, illegal pill. Well, yeah, there was and a, you open the wait, door did and you went, say a legal <laughs> pill or an illegal pill? A legal. Well, it was actually multiple legal pills in my hand standing there, and you were like, no. <laughs> you were not standing there, so. I was literally standing right there. No, no, no. I'll describe what happened there. I had been waiting in my room for like 15 minutes as you were filling up THC capsules. And then I was like, oh, I guess I'll go see what he's doing. And as I open the door, from the darkness, you just appear, like, gliding yeah. forward I with got, your hand out full of pills. And it was like, Jesus! I got to the door and stopped right as you were opening it. As I, But I saw you moving out of the darkness, just oh. staring forward <laughs> with your hand out, moving forward. It was like, Jesus! And I'm like, I'm just like, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you were silent out of the darkness... Like, I didn't see your legs because it was dark, so I just saw you, like, floating forward <laughs> with your hand out. It's like, demon offering you some drugs. Like, some kind of fucking ghost, man. And I, I swear, like, I don't believe in ghosts, but I swear to God, this house is haunted. Really? I swear to God. By what? I don't fucking know, but there have been multiple times where, like, fucking shit slamming. There's no one else in the house. Uh, the TV turned on all the way to max volume and, like, started playing music, and there was nobody in the house or anything. Uh, electricity. Exactly. I don't believe it, but then it's like, man, sometimes some spooky shit happens in this house, and I don't have any rational explanation. But I don't believe in ghosts. Anyway, back on. Topic. what would you rate this book? 
Well, you didn't even, like, rate the dummy. Oh, well, oh, yeah, the, the threat of because, the dummy. yeah, he... Very powerful. He, uh... The part where he was strangling Slappy, that was a setup. Lindy yeah. did that. That was all pranks. Uh, but once... Very sexual prank. Once, uh, Chris was doing the routine, and he was insulting the old people. That was the first that time he did That was pure magic, and that was, like, over halfway through the book. And then at the auditorium, where, yeah, squirting that goo was, like... That's literally impossible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it stunk. Yeah. The, so, like, what... He kept saying he has powers, but what yes. were his powers? We know he can shoot goo. goo. He can shoot goo. Um, he ha He's pretty strong. Not uh, stronger than two 12-year-old uh, girls. Yeah. But I wouldn't even call him strong, then. He, he, there was a line that said he is surprisingly strong. But he's also surprisingly heavy. So yes. it's not like he weighs a thousand pounds. Sure. like... Oh, whoa, I wasn't expecting this. Just like I wasn't expecting this dummy to walk on its own. He is stronger than one 12-year-old girl, but not stronger than two 12-year-old girls. His displayed level of power, his displayed feats of power are shooting goo and walking around and talking. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and having child strength. That's yeah. Well, that's about the same size. That's pretty good for a puppet to have child like, strength. Yes, okay, if there was... A living puppet of your size that was made of wood, I would probably expect it to be stronger than you. That would be pretty strong. Uh, About the spell she found in his pocket. From an ancient sorcerer. That was like, oh, hey, and then I found the spell. Like, literally pulled it out of yeah, nowhere. That was so out of left field. That Read it, put it back, didn't think a word. It was so out of nowhere and, uh, like, not set up at all that I kind of fucking love it. That it was like... This whole time, it was nothing. Nothing Magic. magical going on at all. Oh, and then she found an ancient sorcerer's wizard spell to bring the puppet to life. Yeah. Which she confirmed was a sorcerer's spell yes, later. an ancient sorcerer. But I, my theory, it wasn't explicitly stated. My theory is, she read the spell the first time, it brought Mr. Wood to life. She tried reading it again to kill him, it didn't, obviously. But on the second time, that brought Slappy to yeah, life. because it had already been used, and then, yeah, now Slappy came to life. One of his other powers was turning into green mist when he dies. That smells like rotten eggs. Um, my theory... So if it's I were... Really a power. That's just... If I were to write power. a sequel, I would have it be where that didn't kill him. And in fact, it went into the dog. And that's the dog from the intro to Goosebumps where his eyes go mm. like... That's how also, I would write it. You could also uh, say... The gas went into slap. Yeah, but then the last line saying, is that other guy gone? Completely yeah. gets rid of that possibility. I mean, I That's what I thought was going on until that line. Headcanon, the second use of the spell brought Slappy to life. I, I don't even think that's headcanon. I think that's just, like, explicit. It's No, it's not explicit. Sure. It's, it's implied. It's implicit. It's barely implied. It's like, you can interpret it that way, but it's almost implied with his last line. Hey, slave, is that other guy gone? I thought he'd never leave. It's a little bit implied that Slappy was alive for some uncertain yeah. amount of time, but I like the second spell use better. Yeah, it, it, it's unclear it fits altogether. Perfectly, it could have been that he brought it or he was brought to life the first time, but he just didn't do anything because he was waiting for the other guy to get out of here. Because you know, two puppets in one house—that's a bit much. And if you think about it, the girl found Slappy, no problems. Then they bring in the second dummy. That's the dummy that comes to life. Mm -hmm. Didn't see it coming. There was, yeah, it put me on my heels. There was nothing going on with Slappy. If she hadn't got the second doll, everything would have been fine. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so ratings. Rating. Five out of five bumps. I would give the book five out of five bumps, absolutely. There is no episode to rate that we can find. Um, if I were to put him in a versus scenario, the most obvious thing would be Chucky. But Chucky's like a stone cold killer. Like, he actually does a lot of murders. As where Slappy's like... Keeps talking about these powers he has. Not but... Slappy. No, Mr. Wood. Sorry. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Mr. Wood. Slappy. Not Slappy. <laughs> it is not Slappy. Then that's what's so baffling in that Slappy became like the yeah. the mascot of these books. This is this is the Slappy origin story. He yeah. doesn't do anything till the very end. <laughs> what was was the one fucking uh, Annabelle origins? What was that one called? Probably Creation. Annabelle Creation. How many of those movies are there? Even? This was Slappy Creation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Chucky would pro. No, mm, they're okay. They're Chucky's also magic. He's yeah. a voodoo spell. He has killer intent. He wants to kill. Killing a puppet. That's the thing. He's done it. But like, what 
it, it's unclear what level of damage Mr. Mm. Wood needed to take to yes. get killed. As where mm. Chucky dies yeah. pretty easily, then just always finds a way to come back because it, of the voodoo. Uh, Chucky's also... He has a weird mix of uh, durability. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Wood, they buried him... That's fucking fine. Doesn't need to breathe. They could, he could pull his, his head off. He could dig his way out with enough time. Cut him with scissors. Well, they're little girls. Yeah. Fucking, you're gonna cut wood with yeah, scissors? That just seemed like a bad no. idea. But getting crushed by a steamroller, that did it. Yeah. Which is fair. Chucky. Chucky got got by something pretty similar to that. God, he gets got so much, so many times. But then you just put like a little bit of the plastic into yeah. a new mold and he's or, right back. Or put some of the blood into the new plastic of a different mold. Yeah. So I think. I think it would be pretty even, but honestly, I think that Mr. Wood could take Chucky in a single fight, but yes, powers. But Chucky would come back. Oh, no, 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 I got it, I got it. Chucky would win because he uses magic. There you go. He would, like, figure out some kind of spell or something. Yeah, he'd get, like, an, some an ancient amulet and, like, oh, I know all about your spell. This is the yeah. spell that it takes to kill you. He would just, like, yeah, use magic to summon the ancient sorcerer and ask him what the words are. And Charles Lee Ray has this down. Uh, then, then he'd fuck him. Then, yeah, he'd bend him over and sock him. He'd fuck Mr. Wood and then kill we him. We saw what Mr. Wood did to Slappy. <laughs> oh, no, that Stripped was Lindy. Down. Oh, that was all Lindy. Okay, yeah, Lindy's a fucking freak. <laughs> we need to tell him. He's choking him. Yeah, pulling his clothes off where his like arms are trapped behind his back as uh, quote unquote Mr. Wood is sprawled all over him. Like I, I don't know. I don't know any other way to read this but sexual. Just I just gotta check a line in the book. Bear with us, folks. Sure, it's checking a line. Just skip this part. No, nope. no. Nope. Or not. you could keep talking. There's no editing. <laughs> I'm gonna edit it. That's honestly the most time-consuming part of doing this, is going through the whole thing again. Other than, yeah, reading the book, which sometimes can take, like, two fucking hours. Okay. Line on page two, I think. Uh, blah, 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 they blow the bubble gum. Uh, that was the biggest bubble I ever blew, she said angrily. The gum wasn't coming off her chin. I've blown much bigger than that, Lindy said with a superior sneer. RL, that's, that's a line. You're sneaking some lines in here. I have powers. <laughs> I have powers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I'd say that's that's about it. I mean, do we have any other segments or good book? Recommend it. Good book. If I you have to read it. one Goosebumps book, this is up there. This could be it. This is this is a good one. I would put this up there with the Haunted Mask. The th okay, we talked about the, th the threat. Like he's got goo, <laughs> so he can squirt people, but. Uh, one of the things I, I think about in any story, really, what are the ramifications? What happens in the world afterwards? The very last, like, two sentences is Slappy coming to life. Yeah. Uh, but aside from that, she's suspended from school, possibly indefinitely. Everyone thinks, uh, she's fucking crazy. Lindy, Lindy got away from Oh, Lindy's fine. Lindy's still the most popular kid in the world. Um. Aside from Slappy... Lindy's fine, and Chris is the social pariah. Yeah. And the parents, they're not any the wiser. Yeah, the parents, they probably shouldn't have had kids. The, and th that's just the truth of every Goosebumps they book. They just need to, like, crack down. They need to just care they, a little yeah, bit. They both need to crack down on the kids and actually listen to their children. Listen to their hearts. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I would... Top three Goosebumps books so far, I would say... Haunted Mask, Haunted Mask. the Basement... We Dummy. haven't done that one yet. Uh, Night of the Living Dummy, and I'm going back and forth between Welcome to Camp Nightmare and Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. Like, those are both really solid, fun yeah. adventures. I really like Welcome to Camp Nightmare. Oh, no, I'm not saying they're bad, but, like, in retrospect, me personally, the mummy stories are, like... I See, I wow. really, really liked the first mummy story, but then the second one kind of just limply... Yeah, I just keep thinking it. back to, didn't like... didn't ruin it, but it, it didn't Gabe, help. Gabe being a little bitch. Uh, Hots for his cousin, and they get kidnapped. Uh, That's Gabe. That's Gabe's entire character, <laughs> is that type of... Whoa! You're always scaring me! <laughs> Wait, I gotta tie my shoe! I'm gonna grab this rope! It's a snake! Actually, it was a rope. <laughs> Getting scared. Ugh, fuck Gabe. Fuck Chris. Fuck so many Goosebump protags, man. You know, these, these kids are all hateable. The kids, I bought Chris and Lindy as like, they're fucking twin sisters. I, I enjoyed they're that always at each other's backs. The parents, 
Out of all the Goosebumps parents, I'd say they're like... They're one of the worst. Towards the bottom, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say, like, best parent-wise would be, like, Carly Beth's mom. Like, when you made kid, her that costume. Oh, yeah, no, she, she's top. She's best. She cried. No she tried. She cared. She loved her kids. Uh, but these parents are like, oh, hey, oh, there's something going on. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Shut about the dummies. Yeah. Dummies? No more dummies. Let's them have the dummies. These parents and their parents from Phantom of the Auditorium are some of the worst. Because, like, they just drop their kid off at a random fucking yeah. place that they've never even been inside. Was it the auditorium? Or no, that was Piano Lessons Can Be Murdered. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Like, see ya. Yeah, they just drop him <laughs> off at a strange man's place. Like, in the middle of a forest or some shit. Yeah, it was nowhere. like an abandoned parking lot or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that! <laughs> Alright, yeah, I think that's about it. We've uh, run through the course of the podcast. Night of oh, the wait. Dummy! We have emails! Oh. Give me a second to get From these, who? these going. Just gotta switch over to Xavier. One, two, three. Oh, wait, not Xavier Cross, it's Goose Boys. <sighs> Shit. I don't have that email signed in. So we're not going to do emails this week. Um, next time! What's our next? The next one's Night of the Living Dummy 2. And there will be oh. an episode with it. Okay. Because the way we're doing this is episode airing order, and then like the book along with it. So it, it went straight... The same thing with uh, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb is that it went straight from the first to the second episode So they adapted the books out of order. Yeah. They, they, they adapted them in a weird order, and then... Uh, Wait a minute. Why don't we just do it in the book order? Because we already started do doing it in episode order. Because origi yeah, whatever. Originally, know. we were going to only be doing the episodes because we couldn't get a hold of the books. And then we got a hold of the books, and we were like, it'll, it'll be a better show if we do books and episodes. We legally got hold of the books. Yes. I'm looking at them right now. I read on a physical copy. I'm pointing at, like, three or four books. Yeah. There's, like, there's more than three or four up there. There's, like, six. There's, there's like, five, maybe six. You know what? I'm thinking seven. I'm thinking seven. Uh, yeah, we're, we're just bullshitting that. <laughs> All right. See ya.